Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Alright, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Whatever, fuck you, you were talking that shit. I always talk shit. I listen, you don't think I listen to podcasts? I no. Especially listen to, I especially <laughs> listen to podcasts I'm not on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't listen to them, but when I'm not on it, I listen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Steady talking shit. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, that was yeah, I mean it was uh like you said, you know, it was a different vibe, but yeah, you know, it, <laughs> you and I don't have the same vibe that Heather and I do, so it's like I hope not. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. So your voice is back? It is. So what happened with what was it just like I just got, you know, I, I got a cold, and like, and it wasn't even that bad of a, it was a cold that I was going to work, like, it it, it wasn't that big of a deal, and I, I actually just thought it was allergies, you know, I didn't feel sick, I just, I just, I got phlegmy, and, and That's kind of how my cold was. Yeah, and my voice just started to crack, and then I woke up one morning, and <laughs> it was gone, <laughs> like, it was, like, completely fucking gone, it didn't hurt or anything, but if I tried to speak, it was like, yeah, that was, that was almost like mine because like one day I was like I would I started getting that tickle in my throat thing like oh shit I'm gonna get a sore throat and then like I coughed like a little bit and then the next morning I woke up and I sounded like yeah. you know I smoked like forty packs that night smoke weed every day <laughs> smoke yeah if you got them apparently you did and I, <laughs> and I was going I was like oh you know what. Before my voice completely went, it was just scratchy. It kind of sounded like this. Like I just woke up or something. Right. 
And I was like, ah, fuck it. I, you know, maybe we'll turn it into a bit or something like that. Like, I'll, I'll do the thing. But the problem is, is that when your voice gets like that, you should be quiet. Like, yeah. save your voice. But I got fucking all these kids running around yelling at kids all day, you know, or, you know, calmly discussing things with him, whatever. Um, Beating them. So I, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it just it just ended up, you know. And I, ta- I talk a lot at work. And so it's just I never shut up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was funny. That ten, I'll text you by uh, twelve o'clock tomorrow to see if uh, if um, my voice is, is going to come back twelve <laughs> thirty. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Because <laughs> I fig I figured noon noon day of the recording. If the voice isn't back, it's it's not coming back anytime yeah. soon. Right. You know, and it actually came back Monday in the afternoon. Yeah. So I went I went to work and everyone's like good morning and I'm like I'm just kind of nodding. Ew, you know, and they're like, "Why would you say?" Anything? And I, I had to say to them, and this is what pisses me off about human beings. <laughs> they're asking me, "What's wrong, Adam?" That's fine. That's you know, of course, you're con- you're concerned or curious, mostly right. curious. And um, I'm struggling to tell you. No, it doesn't hurt, but I, I'm like, I lost my, you know, I sound like the someone kicked kicked the crypt keeper in the balls. You know, right, it's so right. ridiculous. And they keep making you speak. Oh, I know. What happened? What? Oh, wow. When did that happen? And yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to. You're answering the questions out of habit because someone asked you something. And then halfway through, I realize, hey, fuck you. Like it's obvious that it's fucking hotter than hell for me to speak. <laughs> I know, but you still got to. You still got to answer. I wrote it on a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> I got work to do. See, I don't. None of my work involves the phone. Like, I have a phone. I have a direct line on my desk. Right. But I don't use it. I think the last time I used it, well, I did use it in the beginning because I was doing a certain certain work that involved calling insurance companies for paperwork and shit. But I don't do that part anymore. I do more advanced shit. Right. So, because you're about last, that life. Because <laughs> I'm about that life. I think the last time I used it, I called my wife. And only because I wanted to call her from my desk phone to be cool. Like I was like, just calling you from the office, babe. She's like, whatever. <laughs> I did that too one time with uh, with Heather. I, I emailed her something because I had my my uh, name, your corporate email, my corporate email. Yes, with my uh, email address and all that shit. I did that just because I felt cool. <laughs> oh, I had I can't email anybody anything. Like I had to. When you get when you get there, they go, okay, we know that sometimes you're going to want to email yourself, like your personal email, um, because, you know, you, or get or, or email work because they let you print stuff mm-hmm. at work. Reasonable, you know. Right. And um, I had to register my personal email oh, at uh, work. So every time I email myself mm-hmm. to this email or – I email my work email from that email. The the thing is scanned, like thoroughly to see what it is. Like, cause I work at a bank. Yeah. You know, so they're they're kind of they're hardcore about that shit. That's why you'd be like, what? What? You don't trust me? <laughs> I'm the most trustworthy person there is. <laughs> no, and I um I accidentally because I have like three emails, so I accidentally sent it to the wrong one, and I got a call on that desk phone. Mm. Um, da 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 You just, just, it wasn't like a reprimand. They were just like, just make sure you register that email. It was like two days later. 
It wasn't like send ring. I would have been like, "Fuck, I'm out." It's that, a little that, too creepy for me. That's what you've been like. Oh, okay. Just you know, two days ago, I'm just you know letting you guys know that you guys need to really be on top of your shit. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make it sound like you're testing them and shit. <laughs> it's a swift way to get fired. No, but um, yeah. When I go when I go to work, for, first of all, your your tone is all wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. Your tone, your tone. It's it's all wrong. <laughs> um, when I get into work, now I usually take the back entrance because the back entrance doesn't have security guards there. The security guards. Oh, you're talking about like, the back entrance at work. I just thought. Oh was... well, you know, <laughs> that's another discussion for another time. But, um, it the security guard. There's one that's nice. He's he's a great guy. He's actually from South Africa. You can't really understand him that well, but he's <laughs> he's a really nice guy and and he's cool. Everyone else is like they think they're FBI agents. Oh right. You know, and and I had words with one of them, um, because I was coming in, and I couldn't find my badge because I usually have my badge clipped on the right side of my belt, and if it's not there, I'll tap all my pockets and you know. Right. And it was in my back pocket, but I just didn't realize it. And he came out of nowhere. <laughs> and he's like, are you supposed to be in this building? And I go, that's what I'm fucking standing here for. <laughs> I didn't say fuck it, but I was like, that's why I'm here. And he's like, well, you're supposed to have a badge. And I'm like, yes, I'm pulling it out of my pocket now. And then I made a whole scene I'm not making it. I'm not making any like sex yeah, yeah, moves. Yeah, yeah. I, raised, I raised my left hand and then slowly <laughs> reached into my pocket. And he's looking at me like, you fucking asshole. And I'm like, oh, you're going to stand here and you're going to watch me do this whole thing now. But um, I, go, I usually go the back way. But if I go through the front way, I, security will stare at you. Like to see what you're doing and what you have. If you have a bag, the bag has to be looked through. Mm-hmm. I don't bring my bag to work now because it's a giant pain in the ass. Um, and you scan, you scan your your fucking ID card, and you go through the turnstile. <laughs> and then um, I don't take the elevator because I don't. It's two floors. I don't know why everyone takes the elevator. I, I go up the stairs. Then I have to scan my card again. To get into that floor and then I can go to my desk now if I want to go to the cafe because there's a whole fucking they're cooking hamburgers everything built into this joint I have to scan my card to get into the cafe yeah. I have to scan my card to get back into the like it's crazy you know and if you go through the back way you have to scan your card an extra time you have to scan it to get into the front door no two extra times you have to scan it to get into the front door then into because downstairs there's actually another a smaller company that has some space down there now they do shit for for who i work with but they're a separate company so if scan to get in then scan to get into the the um my side bank side i'm trying really hard not to say who i work for um and then go upstairs and then scan again (laughs) to go through the revolving door it's it's a weird fucking place so now now Working for NASA, is it a little weird right. uh, just, like, using your badge all the time? I mean, the MIB off. I mean, <laughs> I mean my job. No. Um, obviously, the security is important. I work at um, at a big building for... Uh, an institution, let's say that. No, well, it's, it's, a, it's one of the biggest banks in the country, and this building um, deals with the mortgage end. 
and it's it's uh, it's a lot of sensitive information and stuff like that. Not to mention, I got to log into my computer three times before I can even use it. Um, <laughs> and they're not even computers; they're these little boxes that connect to the server where your desktop is. Like this shit is next level. <laughs> the print the print server. Everyone was calling me a geek because I was I was so excited about the print server. You hit print, okay. Now my floor alone has like thirty printers. Because it's a mm-hmm. big, big area. I hit print. I can go to any printer. I scan my card and it prints it. Damn. I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> I was geeking out. <laughs> anyway, I just got a, I, I started there as a temp. And I uh, just got that promotion, though. <laughs> nice. nice. You know, it's a little permanent position. Well, it's permanent as a position can be um, with the actual company. Um, I'll be moving downstairs. <laughs> uh, He's part of the IT crowd now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the direction I'm actually going. It's kind of interesting because um, I've been very impressed uh, with how they treat their employees there. This is the first job that I've worked for in a long time where they really want you to succeed. Now, the caveat of that – I use the <laughs> word caveat, by the way – um, the caviar of that is uh... <laughs> if you sh- if you show that you're a hard worker and that you you really care about your job, they bend over backwards for you. Like they'll wa- they'll want to help you every step of the way. I got this position because my my um one of the superiors, a VP actually, in my department wrote a very well worded um, recommendation to the uh, to the other department that I'm moving to, which pretty much sealed the deal. You know, a VP is right. telling, telling you that you need to hire this person, whatever. So if you just come to work and you're always showing up late and you just don't care, you barely get your work done, they don't even act like you're there. Like they literally don't even know your name. <laughs> it's so funny. There's a few people in – because my department's a bunch of temps. People getting fucking tossed out left and right. Oh, like, like fuck, and my heart's racing every day because I'm watching desks desk get cleaned out. Yeah. It doesn't matter that everyone's saying that I'm doing great and this and that and this and that. It's just nerve wracking because oh, when yeah. you're a temp, you can get fired at any time. I know Steve knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, you know, and it's it's once I got that perm position, it felt like I just loosened up. Like yeah. I still work hard, you know, but if I, I, you don't have that thing in the back of your mind going, this could be the day, dude. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's um, I have to go get my fingerprints done tomorrow and a drug test, and ugh, yeah. um, and I have to do it's every finger on every. Wait, that's this is gonna sound stupid. All ten, all eight fingers and both thumbs, basically. Uh huh. In three positions for each one. Jesus. So left side, right side, flat. Right. Right? Um, And then you have to do a hand, like a scan of your hand. And I asked him, I was like, why am I doing a scan of my entire hand? I said, oh, well, some facilities have like a hand. You press a hand and it opens it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, yeah, my my place has that. Yeah, so I was like, can I please work at the place that I have to put my hand on a pad every day? It'd be so I was like, excuse me while I go to work. Retina you know, scanned, but, approved. Yeah. <laughs> um, they scanned the length of my penis. However, the machine was too small. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It didn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, things are things are looking up. Making way more money than I've ever made in my life now. So. 
That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to make money. Yeah. Well, congratulations, dude. Thank you. I'll be signing autographs after the show. <laughs> <laughs> At the fucking super secret bank that I won't talk about. Right, right. Actually, right. I, I well, the only reason I'm kind of careful because I did have to sign a thing. That, yeah. You know. Um, I might as well work for the government. I know, right? Um, so, uh, really quickly, uh, I, I've. <laughs> If you know, if you've followed the site or you know my Twitter feed, you know that you know I'm always constantly starting a new blog. The problem is, is like Adam, I have a very short attention span. I lock myself into a corner, and then I think like, fuck, I just you know because I always come up with it. Oh, I'll do it like this, or I'll do it like that, or I'll do it like this, and then I quickly become bored of it. So I just decided to uh, to do uh, to do just simply do a blog that I can write anything about. So. Uh, I, it's not, it's, I'm working on it now. I should probably have it up in like a week or two, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be some, uh, cool stuff. Uh, right now it's just called the middle-aged geek blog. Well, it's actually the middle-aged geek.com is, uh, is the site. So it has its own site. Yes. It has its own oh, domain. Jesus now. Christ. Yeah. That's when, you know, I'm serious when I actually spend money to buy the domain. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah. So that's gonna be probably starting up in a, another week or two. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start it like I should. Do some, pre, you know, backlog blogs and then start loading. So I have a cushion for a little bit. So I don't always have to feel like I'm in a rush to, you know, post new content or what what have you. But uh, yeah. That's so, good, man. Yeah. Trying, trying, doing new stuff. Things keep things moving. <laughs> right. Uh, and my Twitter handle changed. It's now a middle-aged geek on Twitter. One word. And Adams is still oh. the same. Oh, so I see how this is really going. Huh. We're moving away from the lazy. You changing the Twitter handle and ah, see, dude, my Twitter handle hasn't been the lazy geeks in a while. Because you're a bastard. Yeah, we are. I never changed my Twitter handle because I'm I'm fucking dedicated. <laughs> I also forgot that you could change your Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> you were stuck with it. <laughs> well, because I've played, I've played so many games over the year where you pick a name and that's it. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I know for like Xbox, like, you pick it. Are you sure this is what you want? Are you absolutely positive this is what you want? <laughs> I think so. Good, because you know. can never change it again. <laughs> You're taking a blood oath and shit. <laughs> I know. Now take Jesus. the knife blade, slice it across your hand. Drop two drops of blood onto the disc and then insert it into the machine. And you have to say, "I." <laughs> oh Jesus! You have you have to say, "I commit myself to you," but backwards <laughs> in Latin. And then the machine will say, "Kalinar, Kalinar, shutti day." And if you guess the Indiana Jones reference on that, congratulations! Um, you won. Yeah, you won. Uh, our adulation. That's all you won. Um, <laughs> So Look this at that week, word, adulation. I know, oh, right? Yeah, that's what, that's he what gets get. his own blog, and all of a sudden he's so fucking Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, that's what <laughs> that's what happens when you sit next to it. The source. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your page is flipping. I know, you're like, <laughs> here we lick at the finger, going. Oh, there it is. So this week, we both have had in Windows eight issues. Um. 
Adam on his personal rig and <coughs> mine on my brother's laptop. Uh, so why don't you discuss yours? Discuss your Windows 8 issue. Because now you're not on Windows 8 anymore. You're on Windows 7. No, I don't fuck around. You know, and and the reason being is well, the real reason I don't fuck around when it comes to this shit is because I I have more opportunity to switch around. So I have a custom built machine. Because normally he probably would have went back to Linux by this point. Nah, not really. You know, I play too many games. Um, I have a custom built machine, okay, and I had Windows eight point one on it. Windows eight point one Pro. Alpha Omega Tango. Um, <laughs> and it was running fine, you know, whatever. And then I got this update. And I don't pay attention to the fucking updates. To be, I know I should, but I don't, I don't really fucking care. Especially Windows 8. Like, Windows 8's real sneaky about the updates. Like, you yeah. don't even know what's happening. Okay. You know, and um, <clears throat> I, <laughs> I get this update. And then I, I you know, I can shut you, my can computer. You, can you move the fan a little bit away? No, fuck that. The fan adds dr- drama. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm leaning back. Um, whipping it out. I lost a whole fucking train of thought now. What the fuck was it? Oh yeah. So I get the update. It says that it's gonna update. You know, when you shut it off. I'm like okay, shut the computer off. I go to sleep. Wake up the next day. The computer, on. <laughs> the computer became sentient. Right. It's floating. <laughs> you know. No. It, first of all, it takes three times longer to start up. I'm like, okay, the, the OS is on an SSD. It shouldn't take longer than five seconds to, to start up. Right. Especially Windows 8, because Windows 8 does start up faster. So, nothing but fucking problems. I got, I got programs crashing. Um, shit is taking forever to load, or it doesn't, lo- doesn't load at all. And then, the biggest issue was my memory was being allocated incorrectly, and it was just it was it was a mess. Like my computer thought I didn't have any RAM. Like it's like, oh, you're using you're using all eight gigs of your RAM by running Chrome. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing? So, you know, I, I I ran hardware tests just just to be sure because you know a RAM stick could go out, whatever. Um, that was all fine. Everything's perfectly fine. It's all still under warranty for Christ's sake. I haven't even had this machine that long. Um. I'm going online and I'm I'm reading a little bit that this Windows 8 update has fucked up a few um, store-bought computers. Now the problem is when you have if you don't know if you have a custom machine, sometimes you can have driver issues because the Microsoft works and rightfully so. They work more with the the, the pre-built computer companies like HP and Dell because it's easier and that's what most people have. So all of those pots are put together to work collectively and, and things are, are sorted out and or HP will sort out the drivers or, or what have you. But I'm my own computer company basically. So I have to sort it out. So I come to find out that um, an AMD driver for the processors all fucked up. And, and then my internet was going in and out because the driver for that always fucks up on windows eight. So I said, fuck this. And um, I reinstall windows seven because I have legit copies of both, have you? I have two legit copies of Windows 8 and a legit copy of 7. Um, installed 7, no fucking issues. Everything runs like fucking silk. Silk. <laughs> Not the silk road, but silk. No, 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 no. I'm not involved in that. <laughs> Just everything's running perfectly fine. The internet, actually, the speed of my internet 
um, because the Windows 7 driver is good, um, is like four times faster. Um, the computer is faster. Uh, the only issue I'm having right now, and it's easy to fix, and I know how to fix it, but I'm just lazy. Because <laughs> my my case has um, hot swap dri- hot swap drives for the hard drives, oh. and it's supposed to be so you can you can pop because because my case is weird. It's like a cube, and you can use it as like a test bench too. And I I just love the design, and I got it. But I keep my I have my my SSD which has the the OS in the the proper permanent slot in the back. And then I have the one with all my programs and games in one of the hot slot th- hot spot things. Unfortunately, it's not designed for that. So mm-hmm. so usually sometimes when I go to access or start something from that hard drive, I have to wait because it's the the SATA cable from the motherboard goes to a switch that then plugs into the drives, uh. and it, it causes a delay. So like I know all I gotta do is take the switch out and run the cables directly in. I'm just lazy and I, I don't do it. But um, <laughs> so yeah, there's that. But everything's working great now, man. Sexy time. <laughs> Fuck Windows 8. <laughs> Go ahead. What happened with yours? Well, with uh, so last Sunday I was coming back to my place here so I could record the podcast last uh, last week with Heather, and I get in and my brother's like, dude, my I can't access my computer. I go, well, what do you mean? And he goes, he goes, I, I try to log into it, and he goes, and nothing happens. And I'm looking at it, and then he goes, it just had an update, and then suddenly it just stopped working. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, okay, his trackpad and his keyboard didn't work. And I was like, this is fucking weird. He goes, I was just using it. Then I did the update. I installed the update, and then this is what, you know, this happened. Yet his USB mouse that he has, he has a, you know, external mouse that he was using worked fine. So it was like trying to figure out how to get into the fucker. Then I was like, oh, wait, I can go in and access the virtual keyboard. Had to use that shit to actually log into it. <laughs> and then went into device manager and found that there was an error in the trackpad and the keyboard. So I, you know, I went to Adam real quick because I was like trying to do that and then wanting to get the podcast started and all that shit. And you know, asked him like if he knew it, and he's like, uh, "Did you put an external keyboard in there and see if that works?" Didn't work. When I plugged it in there, it installed the device, and then when I went into, I tried to use it, nothing happened. Went into the device manager. Problem with that keyboard too. So, I was like, I didn't have time for it. So, you know, I, you know, while I was at work, I was, you know, reading, you know, reading up on it, and then going through some threads and finding out that a lot of people that had uh, Toshiba laptop were having that same issue and they were all posted within like the last like two or three days all having that same issue and one guy went and had the Toshiba rep you know for like 100 bucks go into his system and do all this shit and I was like I want to do that and couldn't find anything to work and then I finally was just like you know what fuck it I might as well do a um I was going to do a restore. Well, I did a restore, and uh, same thing happened. Like, it just, it wouldn't get past the, it wouldn't fully load up. And every time it turned on the antivirus, it freeze. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So when I went into those to look into that, so people were saying, yeah, you actually have to try to turn your antivirus off. 
to to fulfill the restore because it wouldn't completely fulfill the restore. Problem was is that every time I tried to turn it off, it activated it and freeze. So I was like, motherfucker. So I ended up doing a refresh on the computer on Windows 8. For those of you that don't know what a refresh is, if you're still on XP or whatever, <laughs> um, on Windows 8 it has a refresh, which I had to double check because I read like three conflicting things and, you know, I kind of had Adam kind of helped me out a little bit on that was just basically it's like a basic reformat of your hard drive, except it doesn't touch the personal files. Yeah, it completely reinstalls uh, Windows. It deletes all your programs. You get a clean slate, but the libraries it doesn't touch. So, so anything you had in your library, so like documents or pictures, it's really cool. It's actually something that um, be nice if I could implement Windows Seven, but you know, just do it a proper backup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and iTunes stayed in there. Just the application was gone. But the cool thing is, when you reload it, it actually goes ahead and tells you all the things that were taken off your computer. So it'll tell you all the software that it had removed. So it's easier. So you're like, oh, I'd have to remember. No. And a lot of, and some of them even have hyperlinks. So you click on them and then you can re-download them. Uh, so did all that. So got, and once I did that, I turned off his updates to, for the automatic updates and basically updated everything except May. Because I was reading so many people were having so many issues with this. So. And, you know, and some people on the on the sites are like, well, whose problem is this really? Is it Microsoft or Toshiba's? You know, because obviously it's affecting keyboards and uh, and trackpads. So, but since I did that fresh install on his, he's just like, oh, my God, this thing's running so much faster and so much better. And it was actually pretty easy, especially like if you're, if you're especially if you're worried about iTunes. I read because he, you know, he doesn't store his iTunes on, a, on an external. So when we re-downloaded iTunes it automatically picked up that folder and it was just like nothing happened. So um real quick, it's funny that this happened right now. Um nothing's broken by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh I had to look this up to see if it was legit, but one of an update for Windows 8 and Windows um 7 and it was a dormant update and they're calling it an easter egg. I just got a pop up and it didn't pop up. It was just in my taskbar, and it was the modern Windows um, symbol, mm -hmm. not the Windows Seven swirly one, but the cool flat one. All right. Um, and I, I clicked on it, and it said, uh, "Reserve your free Windows Ten Windows Ten update uh, today." And it says, "Reserve your free upgrade to Windows Ten now. It will download once available, and you can cancel your reservation anytime." And step two, it says you'll get a notification after Windows 10 is downloaded to your device. Install it right away or pick a time that's good for you. And that's it. That is really cool. Mm. And I had to check because it looked it look a little like... Wait yeah, a minute. You know it's, I mean? it's but, like the same thing of like, you know, you, you're required to have Adobe, updated Adobe Flash on yeah. the uh, on the but computer. I got, um, I got Tech Oh, Republic. I got it too. I just, I got it oh, online too. I got Tech Republic here um, telling me it's legit and... I trust Tech Republic. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to reserve my copy real quick. Yeah. That's so funny. That happened right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is the fact that Adam and I actually were discussing earlier of like, why is it fucked? Because it fucked up his rig and fucked up my brother's. So f and the week earlier, I had told Adam I I keep two um, hard drives in my in, on my computer. I have the main one, and then I have I have a, a terabyte on my main one. 
and then I have a, a two terabyte on my backup, which I actually used on my last computer, and that's where I house all my, you know, uh, podcast stuff. And I think I mentioned this on last week's show, 191. I think I mentioned it on that one, but um, it fa- it um, disappeared on me, and it kind of made a noise. And Adam's like, "Oh, it sounds like it's gonna, it's gonna give out on you." But this was right before you had your problems, and and my brother had his problems, and mm-hmm. it was just after I did an update. So uh, I was thinking, I wonder if this is, was all related. And I'm wondering, and we, we had said that maybe it's because they're downloading shit to prep for 10. And that's where it's making some of the fuck-ups. Maybe some went live when they weren't supposed to. You know, instead of sitting there in the background, they kind of went, yeah. you know. Because it has happened before, I mean, you know. Well, I can say that my Windows 7 is fully updated. Same thing with mine, knock on wood. Um, But same thing with mine because I've had Windows 7 on my laptop and I haven't had any problems with it. It's just the 8, but 8 is a little weirder for them than 7 is. Well, 8 is so similar on the back end to to 10 that they're they're probably doing more blending. Like 7 is more straightforward. It's just that you you need to install a whole new operating system. You know, ten. They're probably they probably were trying to like blend some things together and silly right. shit like that. They fuck that. Just reinstall everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I do. That must shit be, frustrates me, and I'm done. That must mean Windows 10's coming soon. Um, two days ago, Forbes stated that the leaked release date um, was July 29, July 29th. Um. And Microsoft has not combated that in any in any way. I don't know where it leaked. On top of this, you know, hold on, not one but two. They said it was going to happen in late July. Yeah, I remember Microsoft saying that. So July twenty ninth, whatever. Even if it isn't July twenty ninth, still about what uh, two months away. Oh, this is from. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, because June, July, so yeah, yeah, two months away. But it looks, I like this little, you know, we're going to get it ready for you. So there's going to be a day where I'm just going to sit down on my computer. Hey, that's downloaded. You want to install it? Like, what? Okay. <laughs> and I'm I'm actually, I usually don't go for OS's. Day one. Day one. But you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I have the Windows 7 install. Like, if something goes wrong, I can just go back. It's not that big of a deal. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna see because because I want to talk about it you know like right. day one shit and stuff like that and I really want to see if they outshine um 8.1 because I really want them to so <laughs> uh all right well we I I realize we're running really long on this we haven't even got to the news yet Fuck so the news. <laughs> so really quickly uh just want to touch on that. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, so I just saw San Andreas. Um, uh, fun movie. Uh, you just want to kick back, relax, watch some really pretty awesome CG. A uh, lot of lot of cool effects on there. Um, but if you're looking for <laughs> uh, scientific accuracy, need to look somewhere else. Yeah, because, um, yeah, yeah, you just need to. But it, it's a fun popcorn movie. If you go in with no expectations, you'll you'll be fine. Um, and lastly, in Take My Money, I actually joined PlayStation Plus. Um, 
only because like Adam was telling me that you know it was free shit and stuff like that. And then if we ever get Mortal Kombat and start playing that together, we could do that via PlayStation Plus. But the one thing that kind of made me realize, I don't know why I didn't think about it before, was because I have a PlayStation 4, a PlayStation 3, and a Vita. Yeah, so there's no excuse. Yeah, at this point, it's you like, know. I can get free shit for all of that content. Oh, and by the way, I did the, I did Guacamele. And, um, the game's dope, isn't it? It's fun. And, uh, the music, the music alone gets me. I just <laughs> get all into it. Uh, but the cool thing is I did, I downloaded it from the Sony app. And uh, I got it out there, and then it says, would you like to download now? I was like, yeah. So then when I turned on my PlayStation 4 last night, it was like, Guacamelee's been installed. I was like, ah. Yes. It's like you immediately just wanted to go. Every time the new games come out, I download them at work on the PlayStation app, and I get home, and they're right there. I love it. That's so awesome. Oh, and um, since I hardlined my PlayStation 4. I still need to do that. (laughs) I I hardlined my PlayStation 4. Uh, my Vita connects with my PlayStation now because I was oh, able to, I, I did the remote, uh, the connect and it actually showed me the PlayStation three screen. It goes, turn it on PlayStation four. Now I was like, Oh, so now I just got to have, I just got to put Tomb Raider back in there and then uh, try playing that. Cause that has remote play. Now when Steve sits down to play the PS4, he's got to have the Vita fully charged. He's got to have the cell phone there just in case he gets a message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got the laptop open if he's got to look something up. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have my PS3, which you know has that really good uh, YouTube uh, interface, so I'll have right, that right, up right, ready right, to right. go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it, it's it's pretty. Oh, dude, hardlining my PlayStation 4, best fucking thing ever. Netflix, no loading. See, I mine isn't hardlined. I, I've actually never hardlined it. Neither of us. Um, and we have the same router. Right. But I, I, uh, I haven't had any. Oh, occasionally Netflix will kind of, but it's so occasionally. Yeah. Well, but I'm still gonna hardline it. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Because when I, because uh, my brother never saw the first episodes of Daredevil. Um. So what a I, fucking asshole. <laughs> well, I was like, well. I want to rewatch it, so we'll do that. So it's like you immediately hit it, and all of a sudden it's like Daredevil, and then all of a sudden it's the Marvel logo pops up, and you're just like, damn, that's fucking fast. So Maybe uh, I just don't notice the lag. Maybe I should I, if, it. Even for me, because like a lot of times it's like you click OK, and then you kind of do a couple little things, and then the movie starts up. So it's kind of, I, to me, in, in my opinion, it's so ingrained that we have to, there's always a little loading you know, that we don't like, you know, the little red bar that sometimes goes across. Yeah. I don't see that bar even come up. Oh, nice. So a lot. Of, so every time I go on there, it's just like, bink, up real quick. So really, really. I, love, I love that PS4, man. I can't, I, I tell everyone how great it is. Like I like now after that recent update and I know I, I guess the Xbox one could do this too, but who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> like my, my son was playing, I bought the Marvel Lego Marvel game. I want to get that game yeah and it's pretty dope and he he was playing he was playing it and he was playing the one level that deadpool narrates and it was so fucking funny <laughs> and howard the duck and the vulture are the villains like it makes no sense right and um he goes he goes uh i want to watch um this cartoon that he likes to watch and i go okay well, let me see i press the playstation button it minimizes the game Go to Netflix. He watches a show and he goes, "Oh, I want to finish that level." Right back. 
Yeah, resume. Yeah, I love it. Dude. I know. Now, I, you can't do you can't do that when if you're running a game, you can't run another game. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's it's so cool. It's so seamless. Like the only the only thing that that I I feel is lacking with the PlayStation interface is I wish I could choose like favorite games, hmm. and it didn't just show me all of them, the right. most recent ones and shit. Like right. I I want to be able to pin them basically. Yeah, you know. But, yeah. you know, maybe in a future update. Yeah, I know. I like that, too, where if you're going to start out again, so, you know, we're going to have to close this app. Do you want to close it? It's like, or like one time I did the, I did the pause and then I hit the PlayStation button, went out and did something, came back in. And then I clicked the PlayStation button. like, want to resume? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I do. It's so fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love it. So PS4 is probably the best console I've ever owned. Yeah, and and to be honest, seventeen ninety nine for three months, it's fucking cheap. Um, I bu- I bought the year because I yeah. keep it real. <laughs> uh, well, the thing for me is that I went ahead and down and um, got it now so I could get the May free shit on on June second. The uh, the June free shit comes up, and there was a uh, what was it? Uh, what's the Juarez game? That's coming out for the PlayStation oh, 3. Oh, um, Call of War has yeah. it, something like that. Yeah. I'm going to get that for the PS3, too. Yeah, I was going to download it for that. and then there's, That's a there good was, game. I, I played it when it came yeah. out. And then there was, a, there was one that uh, – there was a shooter that's for the Vita, which I thought was kind of cool. So, yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff. And I, I'll probably download the Metal Gear Solid because it's fucking free. <laughs> and there's two, there's two games for each system. Or they or they do like games that can be downloaded on oh, both yeah. systems, but yeah, it's the Metal Gear Solid one, and then I don't. I was there another PS4 game? I think I'm not sure unless they were for um, the Vita and the PlayStation 4. I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up, dude. Uh, but uh, one game I downloaded for the Vita was Race the Sun. Um, Love that game. A game is so. Oh, you got it for the Vita? Yeah. Oh, I got it on the PS4. Yeah, I got it for the Vita, and it's actually really cool on the Vita. Um, you know, I, I to me it just was like an eighties it's like an eighties throwback game where it's like, you know, you do you do this and then it's skill based further and further. Once you crash you start over again. But the cool thing is you don't start from zero. You actually if you've managed to accumulate um, you know, tricks or um add ons, they don't erase those. You keep those in the next try. So I thought that was cool, but uh, no respawn, bitch. None of that little gay yeah. shit. You, you have, it's fucking gay it's, shit. It's Kid Icarus all over again. Right. <laughs> and, and Contra. Oh, that's what oh, pissed Jesus me off when Christ. that shit would do that. I just got I just got to chill. <laughs> I know, right? The hair on my arms kind of stood up a little bit, so. Real quick, I have the, um, has a lot of PS4 games coming out because all the Vita ones are cross-platform. Um, for... June's PlayStation Plus, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Um, I'm actually excited about that one because I haven't played a Metal Gear Solid game in a while, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Skulls of Shogun Bonafide Edition for the PS4. That looks fun. That game, I've wanted that game. It's a little turn-based strategy game. I've been wanting to check that out. Super Exploding Zoo for either the Vita or the PS4. I don't know what that is. Some fucking zoo game. Um, Futuridium. EP Deluxe for the Vita or the PS4 psychedelic retro inspired shooter. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, PS3 gets the Kalawara's Gunslinger, which is a f- Western first-person shooter, basically. And Cloudberry Kingdom, which actually I'm excited for for the kids because that looks pretty dope. 
So um, yeah, this one can, looks pretty strong. Yeah, this one actually looks pretty good. You can actually check out the PlayStation video on the website, lazygeeks.com, because yeah. I actually did an article this week featuring them. That's what kind of caused me to like, well, maybe I'll do it. I, of course, had to wait till payday. But um, it was like, all right, so I'll do that. And hey, can't argue over free shit. And if you are, fuck you. So, oh, they do. They're, yeah. They're, why didn't they put this for free? Why they want it, like. Why isn't FIFA for free? <laughs> oh no, I read I read one. I think it was for last month. They said since it's on the PC now, I don't know why they didn't give GTA 5 out for free. I'm like the game is still 60 bucks and starting 60 bucks kidding. and people are still buying that shit. Yeah, yeah, like give me a break. Yeah. Also, um uh one of the cool things uh, with that is that with the PlayStation Plus, you get multiplayer, of course. Uh but you also get discounts on some games. So you uh for May, I think it was like 13 bucks off of like the order. Uh, and some other games, so it's cool. Actually, people are um, people are really excited about this month's uh, stuff on the PlayStation blog. Yeah, a lot of people excited for that Metal Gear Solid too. So yeah. All right, I think it's time we jump into some news. Um, so in movie news, with the commercial and critical success of Mad Max: Fury Road, as well as the pending release of Batman vs Superman. Many people want to know what the previous George Miller version of the Justice League, which was originally slated for 2007. And in case you didn't know, Warner Brothers was working on bringing the Justice League to the big screen in the previous decade. That it seems a new documentary will give us some insight as to what happened. The original film was set to star Army Hammer as Batman, DJ Katrana as Superman, Megan Gale as Wonder Woman, Adam Brody as The Flash, Common as Green Lantern, mm-hmm. Santiago Cabrera as Aquaman, and Hugh Case Byrne as uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, when we look back at the cast, we're kind of glad it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Ryan Unicomb has teamed up with producers Aaron Cater uh, and Stephen Caldwell uh, to develop Justice League Mortal, a feature-late documentary that will reveal what happened behind Warner Brothers' failure to launch the project. There's, of course, rumors that at the same time they were doing Christopher Nolan's Batman, and Nolan wasn't all that keen on having two versions of the Cape Crusader out at the same time, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, but, uh, you know, and when, when you think about it, this is pre-Marvel's shared universe, so fans might have been a bit confused about that. But the aspiration of the documentary is to feature never-before-seen artwork, interviews with some of the cast and crew, and behind-the-curtain look at to what really happened to bring the blockbuster to its knees. Uh, there is no official uh, release date. They're hoping to get production this year. So it could come out in time for the Justice League film that's supposed to come out. Uh, so we'll have to look, uh, see what it looked like. It'd be, I think it'd be cool to see what it looked like and what could have happened, but... Obviously, I'm a little more confident in the current one than the pre-Avengers version. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Common is that? Come on, dude. Like, I like Common. It's like Green Lantern? Not as, not as Green Lantern. What are we eh, doing? I know. Jeez, I'd rather take Tyrese over Common. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Although, I think he's the only one that sees himself as Green Lantern. <laughs> Hey, quick, quick off-topic uh, question. Mm-hmm. What season was, um, or series, uh, was Doctor Who last series? Was it seven or eight? It was eight. Okay. 
I wasn't on Netflix seeing if the previous season was there or not. That's not what I was doing at all. <laughs> um, but segue. Uh, <laughs> so last year at the San Diego Comic-Con, um, Doctor Who was absent. There was no Doctor Who panel. There was no actors or actresses. Um, or wait, no, nowadays we just say actors, right? Right, right. Whatever. Um, but this year's going to be different, baby. They're mm. coming. Basically, let's get let's cut, cut it down. Jenna Coleman is coming, right? <laughs> um, which is really what I'm excited about. Um, so last year's comic, blah blah blah. Um, so this will also be Peter Capaldi's first appearance as the Doctor um, at uh, any event like this, any Comic Con. Um, he's going to be joined by Jenna Coleman, uh, Michelle Gomez, um, lead writer and executive producer Stephen Moffat, and executive producer Brian Mitchin. Um, so we got um, Claire and uh, Clara and uh, Missy. That should be yes. Which I'm kind of sad I'm not going. I know. That that sounds so dope. Um, they'll be in Hall H, of course, on Thursday. Oh, July 9th. The last several ones they've done Sundays. Right. So if you were if you were one of those dudes, oh, I'm not going to get Thursday. Nothing ever happens Thursday. <laughs> You're fucking screwed. I know. <laughs> um. And then Doctor Who will be making its way back to television in the fall with a two-part episode on BBC America, of course. And we were all very excited about that comeback. Um, if you notice, I don't know if you saw the article on the LazyGeeks.com, Steve, um, but I picked a I, – I needed a picture of both um, Capaldi and Jenna Coleman, and I, I just picked one where she just looks ex- – exceptionally cute oh, now, yeah. peter capaldi you know he's a handsome man whatever but um <laughs> it is what it is you it, know what i mean that's it, all i'm trying to say it is um, it isn't <laughs> she's also a great actor and you know stuff and and for so. those of you she was also in captain america the first avenger so was she mm-hmm. she was one of the girls that was the uh date for bucky and uh and uh, Steve Rogers when they went to the World's Fair. The Maybe I didn't recognize her because she was dressed all 40s-ish. Well, we didn't recognize her because obviously this was pre-Doctor Who, so, you know. Oh, I would I still would have known. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't even make any sense. I know. I still would have known. I still would have known. Uh, okay. So, there you go. Um, all right. Moving into gaming news. They keep, things keep looking bleak for the Nintendo Wii U as a confirmed title might not take make it to the system at all see even the fire trucks are heading to nintendo's every episode i know fuck those it. are always at steve's place too <laughs> they're heading to nintendo because they know the house is burning and they need to they need to put it out oh, that's fucked up <laughs> project cars was released on consoles and pc earlier this month but the developer doesn't have much hope that it'll make it to the nintendo console Slightly mad studio head Ian Bell wrote in the Project Cars forum that the Wii U edition is struggling at the moment. The current build of the game is running at about 23 frames per second, Bell explained, noting that the 720 is the best resolution the developer has been able to achieve. Keep in mind that Nintendo themselves said that the Wii U was going to be good as any thing on the market at the time the problem was it was the waning days of the playstation 3 and the xbox 360 not a good benchmark quote we're waiting slash hoping 
for more of a hardware announcement at E3. He said, unfortunately, Nintendo said they will not talk about a new console until 2017. After a fan pointed that out in the in another forum post, Bell replied, honestly, unless we really cut the looks back, I don't think we're going to be, I think we're looking to Nintendo's next console. While the game has received modest reviews, uh, it seems Nintendo will fail again with a substandard console, which will run Mario, which is great to run Mario titles, but nothing more. This will be the first time a developer, this won't be the first time that a developer abandoned the Wii U, and it'll unlikely be the last. I want Nintendo get their head out of their ass a little bit. I wish like there was an announcement, just all of a sudden too, not at a big event, just suddenly. Like on a fucking Wednesday afternoon or something. Yeah. That just said, um, oh, Nintendo, you know, hi, how you guys doing? Uh, we're coming out with a fucking 4K <laughs> console with a built-in 2-terabyte hard drive SSD. Like, just stupid shit. It, we're also making – we're going to be making the normal Mario games that you all know and love, but we're also making hyper-realistic versions of them. Yeah, <laughs> Just, like, stupid. What would, I would what be would, like, what? Have you ever wondered what Mario and Luigi would look like in real life? We have it. Right. Yeah. You we're know, making so... a. Go ahead. No, it's like we're making a modern Zelda. Think Metal Gear Solid, but in Hyrule. Like, just <laughs> stupid shit. Fucking Legend be... of Zelda looking like fucking Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I think I need to buy this shit. <laughs> skate, 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 skate. <laughs> it'd be, see, for me, it was kind of like, and I know, like, there'd be people who'd be like, fuck, I wouldn't buy it. I, shut up, you would. If they made a Nintendo version that looked a lot, that ran a lot, like the PS4 or the playstation 360 uh playstation uh, xbox one fuck and then make the regular one you know the the generic one you know the ones you get for the kids or what have you i guarantee you people will buy that new generic because it was like ooh. and if the games resemble that 4k quality and shit like that you know fucking mind reading type of you know shit I, i i guarantee you people would buy it well, you know what? I was thinking. I've been thinking about this for a while now. I think Nintendo's major problem is they don't know how to compete. I mean, look look at their history. They came out with the NES. The right. NES was the only game in town, you know, and it was a great console. Um, the Super Nintendo just severely improved on the NES, and the only competition was the Genesis, which was still a good console, but it just didn't get off the ground as well as um the SNES. Then the N sixty four. And it was just it they weren't really they weren't really competing with anybody until PlayStation. PlayStation started coming out and then the Xbox One came out and then it slowly became Sony versus Microsoft and no one cared about Nintendo. Well yeah, because even well fucking look at um look at uh the GameCube. That was their that it took them so long before they went to discs. Yeah, you know, and everybody was like, "Ooh, Xbox One, PlayStation. They have discs. The graphics were better, and things along that line." And then they fi- once they finally made the adjustment, they never. It, it almost seemed like they kind of never recovered. But then the thing was is that they took the lead again with the Wii because everybody was like, "Oh, this is cool, interactive. You can move and shit like that." It it got people's attention. Then what do you do with? Then they brought out the Wii U, which I thought they brought out a little too quickly in my opinion. Yeah. And it just was a rehash of what they had already done, matched the gamepad, which nobody's ever, and even Nintendo can't even tell you what it really is supposed to do. Well, the only thing I can, that is cool about it is the, you can 
play the game on it, but you can't even do that with every game. Yeah. From what I hear. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't know. It's just, I think they just need to say like, you know what? We got to stop to give it this way. We need to make a game system that can compete, and these big triple A publishers can put shit on here. But at the same time, we can still do Mario and stuff like that. Well, now they're they're bringing back the Nintendo Championship World Championships. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, why don't you just call it the fucking Smash Brothers Mario Kart Championships? It's the only two fucking games you have exactly that anyone wants to play competitively. Yeah. You know, unless they bring up, it'd be cool if they had some old school shit. <laughs> and they don't. They don't tell the com- the competitors. They're all fucking Smash Brother players and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well now you have to beat a time trial of Kid Icarus. Just stupid shit. <laughs> like they'd be like, what? They hand him an NES controller. Like, what the fuck? Right, I need you all to pair into teams. And here's Contra and go. And then you just see every older person, like thirties and up, just sit forward in their seat. I know. Like, so, oh shit! You see them suddenly. They're like, oh shit! They take like shirts off and shit like that. They're getting <laughs> water bottles. They're all ready. All the other younger kids are looking around like, what the fuck? <laughs> now it's a fucking competition. Track and field, bitch! <laughs> you just see people smashing on keys and shit. This is a triathlon. To play like that anymore. This is a triathlon, bitch. <laughs> They're throwing water on the dudes and shit. Oh, shit. I know. There's no such thing as button smashed anymore. No. I hate that. I mean, you still need to know what you're doing when you're holding the controller, but there's no just like smashing one button repeatedly really fast. Even in games that have that, I mean, I could do it in my sleep. You don't. Track and field, you had to. You had to sit up. You had to readjust your hand. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Last night, um, we were playing. uh, we're playing this uh, racing game, and uh, you know we're playing on the PS4. And then we were st- we started talking about uh, uh, old school, like you know, like loving to go to an arcade and shit like that, you know. And then we started talking about uh, Mario Brothers, and then I'm like, oh shit, I got it on the Nintendo. Let's play it. Suddenly it's like everybody was into it. Like, oh yeah. And, and like at after a while, everybody's like, fuck, my thumb hurts. You know, it's like that pain where you're like. You know, hitting the jump and, you know, going up into that. You're like, fuck, my thumb is already starting to hurt. It's like, yeah, it's because of years of not really using that. I used to get um, calluses on my thumbs. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now it's just the joystick and then you're using the right trip for that. But nah, when you got to use the directional pad, mm-hmm. that pad that everybody goes, what the, what the fuck do we even need that for? Well, that's what Xbox people say because Microsoft can't make a proper D-pad for that, the fucking life of them. That, that, is that mushy little disc they put on the 360 was you, an insult. Where you push down and it's you're going backwards because yeah, yeah. Sony even the PS4 controller the D-pad is so good. It's, those, it's just those, that whole controller is just so quiet. I love it. I know. All right. It's one of those controls where you don't even notice you have a controller in your hand, which yeah. is the whole point. Like you're just like, yeah, my defect. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's another podcast. That's a whole nother bit. Um, so FIFA 16, um, obviously, uh, soccer fans or football fans football. Uh, will be excited about FIFA. It's funny because everyone in, everyone talks about like Madden is is so big, Madden is so big, but FIFA is you know just as big right and no one really talks about it that much um they added cup is actually involving the world yeah yeah i saw a meme a couple days ago it says it said europe no super no super bowl wins are you even trying (laughs) (laughs) i was like 
what the fuck? <laughs> and it's America at the bottom. Um, so FIFA 16, for the first time um, in the series and in, in many professional sports series, is uh, having uh, female teams um, from the Women's National Leagues, uh, which is an official women's soccer league, I'm going to be in the game Thanks for a variety. That one. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a bunch of random chicks. You know, it's it's real people um, from 12 different countries, including Canada, England, Germany, Australia, and of course the United States. Um, they're going to be these teams are going to be this. This kind of confuses me. These new teams will be featured in a variety of different game modes, including kickoff, offline tournament, and online friend friendly matches. So I'm thinking, okay, so are there some modes they can't be used in, and why? Right. You know, that that's kind of my first question, but whatever. Um David Rudder, producer uh of the FIFA 16 game. I don't know why I said that sentence that way. Uh <laughs> says bringing some of the best women's players and teams in the world to our franchise is a massive event for EA Sports, and we are equally excited about bringing millions of fans a new way to play. So um I'm going to read this little bit right here. Let's be honest here. Women don't move the same way as men. This isn't a bad or good thing. It's just the way it is. The worst thing EA could do here is throw female character models over the same frames used for the men, and that's not what they're doing. Players from the U.S. women's national team, Sydney LaRoux, Alex Morgan, Abby Wambach, and Megan Rapone uh, have all been tasked with creating all new animations for the game. Uh, it's being done... It's being done right with a 360-degree scanning rig and mobile head scanning unit used during tournaments to capture not only all, all new body animations, but facial expressions as well. They're even getting the hairstyles uh, from these people as well. Um, I think this is really good. And, and what impresses me the most is that they are doing full body scans and, and facial expressions because it would just be weird. Yeah, you know, if if they just made a move around like the dudes, and it would also be a little insulting as well, you know. Yeah. So I, I think um, I think this is great. I always I always think women play sports harder. Yeah, to be honest, you've seen a fucking uh, professional softball game. Oh, fuck, MLB dude. MLB is not reaching that level of intensity. No. Hell no, dude. You know, the fucking so pitchers it's... and shit. You see them where they, you know. And on a personal note, I was actually. My um my daughter, my nine year old daughter, she's very much into sports, more than anyone else in this house. And um she likes soccer. And I was I was writing this article and she was standing next to me and she goes, What's FIFA sixteen? I said, It's the soccer game and she goes, Oh, I wanna get it and I go, Okay, well we'll we'll see about getting it for you and she goes, What are you writing about? And I told her, Oh, they're gonna add the women's teams. She didn't even know there were women's teams. Yeah. That's how little coverage that oh, this yeah. type of shit gets, you know, and and for me, I that's making me really when get FIFA 16 because I know my daughter's going to be able to play, you know, women. She doesn't have to just play a bunch of dudes, right? You right. know what I mean. And and I'm not trying to get mushy about it, but I just think it's I think it's dope, you know, because there's plenty of little girls out there oh, yeah. that like soccer, or, you know, or grown women. Fuck it, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, I I think it's it's great for them to add, and then they're just not. Doing the mapping over guys, you know. Yeah, they're not it's, half. It's ass. yeah, they're they're actually taking some pride into it and bring it in there because, you know, if you're going to do that, you're going to be under some serious scrutiny, you know. And EA right. is known for doing proper sports games, and you know, say what you want about you know, Assassin's Creed and all that shit. And, I mean, not Assassin's Creed. Uh, 
you know, Battlefield 4 or what have you. Um, but, uh, you know, their, their sports games are always... EA's yeah always top notch, gotcha, yeah. and it's it, they always pay attention to the to the details. Yeah. I mean, look at Madden. I mean, Madden is a simulator at this point. It's not even a game. <laughs> I know it's. Yeah. Not, it, I mean, yeah, it's not even a game. It's not even just like NFL teams watch a simulated game of them playing to see if they're going to win. Yeah, like that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, hey, um, it's predicted Super Bowl winners the yeah. last few years. So yeah, yeah. so Abby, I'm... real quick though, Abby Wambach. I might as well get her quote in um, from the U.S. team. She says, I honestly can't believe all of the science and technology behind the game itself, let alone getting us into the motion capture suits and eventually into the game. We're all excited to see ourselves in the game, but even more excited to see the reaction from all the fans, including the fans of our team that maybe wouldn't be expecting something like this from EA Sports. So I really hope that um, this kind of spreads to other EA Sports titles. Um, I know like the I, WNBA. I <laughs> you know what I don't like about the WNBA? I think it's great that women are playing basketball, whatever. They, you know, they can do it too. It's not it's not an issue. What I don't like about the WNBA is it's so hokey about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're women playing. We're women playing. It's like I know. I can see you. Yeah. You know, like just play the fucking game. Like you're not getting any respect by doing pandering to that shit. Yeah. Um I wouldn't mind a fucking softball. I'd pick that shit up. <laughs> That's just, that's just dope. I never understood why women play softball, but they don't play baseball. Yeah, I don't know. But softball's hotter than baseball. I've played both. Oh, yeah. I've played softball. And you think, oh, it's a bigger ball and they throw it slower. No, you've never played against people who actually can throw a softball. Like, you see guys that play a softball league, and you see them, like, uh, here, you know, as they're gently yeah. tossing it. You watch a uh, even a college softball game. And you oh, see yeah. the pitchers, dude, you'd be scared shitless. Well, the thing is, too, is that they, they play at a smaller scale on the field, so things happen quickly. Yeah. Like, you need, you need to be moving your fucking ass when you're running to that base. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I think this is good. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, no women play. I don't think there's a women's NF, like, football league. No, no. That's official anyway. Yeah, no, it's... Um, it's just the Playboy one that they do every year. <laughs> the I just Bowl. get nervous when I watch that one because they have no pads on. I'm like, these girls are going to get fucking hurt. Like, not because they're girls, because they're not athletes. Right. And they have no pads on. Like, <laughs> football's no joke, dude. Yeah. Like, people die on that field even with all the fucking pads on. <laughs> all right. Moving on into comic book news. This one's interesting. Uh, many people have this had a... Many people have had a problem with a film franchise deciding to reboot its cinematic universe for some changes to the narrative that went south somewhere in the third film. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Spider-Man 3. Uh, People go completely bananas about it, but comic book fans have been dealing with this for years. The convergence event that DC Comics was going through over the past two months has come to an end, and the publisher claims it would have a profound impact on the entire DC universe. With the release of Convergence number 8 this past Wednesday, DC did sort of reset itself. The main DC universe was reset back to uh, Sept- it was reset back in September of 2011 with a whole new 52 universe. But they never dealt with the parallel universes that told stories out of canon like Earth 1 series or you know Pre-Infinite Crisis and, and the like. But the new reboot was to wipe out all those stories out of the universe. 
This was until the final convergence issue. Well, it seems DC Comics has restored all various universes. We mean everything. Pre-Flashpoint, pre-Infinite Crisis, Silver Age, Zero Hour, and all those others. And the great, it's great for fans that are and maybe it proved to be a boon for writers of the current slate of comics. Co-publishers Dan Didio and Jim Lee stated back when it was originally announced that this will give writers the freedom to tell good stories without the restraints of continuity. Many fans were concerned about their favorite characters after the disappearance after Flashpoint. DC would say that many of them were not going to pop up for a while, and many of the current stories would feature old stories but told in a new way. Many of the original tropes like Lois Lane and Superman were thrown away for Wonder Woman and Superman. Now, we know there are a great deal of changes coming in the lineup starting in June, which, is, which basically begins now. Uh, how will this allow writers to take advantage of the new multiverse? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Pers- uh, personally, I would like to see one creative storytelling rather than the lackluster comics that's kind of been coming out since the reboot. So... Um. I think it's great. I really do. Like, I'm excited. I think because first of all, the convergence event I think was kind of sloppy, yeah. um, and it was a little hokey too. I, I just I, it got boring too fast. Yeah. Um, but the whole multiverse thing, I'm I'm excited about this because both them and Marvel have been moving away from the multiverse, and I think yeah. so many great stories have come out of um, multiverse type shit. Right. You know, and and I'm um, I'm excited that they're not only going back to that in DC, but it's going to be organized and it's it's going to make sense. It's not going to be as... Because, let's be honest, <laughs> DC's <laughs> multiverse was all over the fucking place. Uh, like, Marvel's was pretty good. You could go on Wikipedia and it'd be like, um, Universe 616, the right. main. And, you know, it would have everything broken down for you. But DC was just fucking a mess. So it's, it's cool that they're cleaning that up. But at, um, the, sa- at the same time, I'm kind of glad that they're bringing all of that back like that's all everything of all the different are all canonical now like they can reference like the writers can reference any of those other universes and bring them over and not worry about continuity you know it it just it's more freedom for stories yeah you know and 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 that's always good yeah so i'm looking forward to that because i would like to see red sun batman uh, red sun superman appear in something you know that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be he cool. just shows up. Yeah. Out of nowhere, you're like, what the fuck? The fuck? Red side of the fuck. <laughs> He's kind of a dick. Red side um, of life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. But... I, I Oh, one thing I was going to say was, I was going to say this earlier and I totally forgot about it. Um, I was a little surprised with San Andreas when I went in there because I didn't realize it was a, a earthquake movie. I thought i was gonna see like grove street and shit like that but yeah that didn't happen if you're confused about the title yeah don't i wasn't dude when i first heard it's like oh there's a movie coming out called san andreas i'm like san andreas <laughs> i was like, <laughs> like i was like i'm about this, to see this this, shit. this bitch better star samuel L. jackson that's all i'm saying <laughs> i wanted it to i wanted it to start from a slow aerial pan in shot that went under the overpass and into the cul-de-sac. Just, <laughs> I wanted it dope. to start shot for shot like the video game. Oh, that would have been cool. They could have did that too. Oh, yeah. It would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. Yes. Anyway. So, <laughs> so tell me why DC Comics is the new uh, version of Google. 
tell me why. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so June, the beat actually reports that uh, June will be the start of a new ad style. Guess for DC <laughs> Comics, um, they're going to be putting ads directly into the story pages. Meaning, you'll have like half the page; it will look like a panel, and it's an ad. Uh, they have some pictures up of Twix ads uh, with um, I don't know who it is. What was his name? Nick Lachey of all people. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, selling that's, that's the one you want in your comic book. Uh... Right, they couldn't. They couldn't even have it like a, a comic book hero selling because because I remember back in the day, comic book ads were dope. Like yeah. they they were you like have Spider Man in there, or, you know, like hello, true believers. You yeah. know, buy this candy bar and you're okay with it. But now they're just dumb, and um, it's gonna be ninety eight degrees pan member <laughs> and TV personality Nick Lachey. <laughs> um. Hey, could so it, I mean you could Mario Lopez was busy, Is that, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, many high profile issues. We're talking like Batman number forty one, Justice League of America number one, the ones that sell. Um, <laughs> yeah, the bit the big stuff is going to have these ads. Um, there was actually a tweet from Cameron Stewart, and I, for the life of me, can't remember who he is, but he he basically he says uh. Those aren't ads in the DC books, guys. Here's a shot from the script for Batgirl 41. This is funny. So it says, Batgirl pulls on her gloves, a half-smile creeping across her face. Batgirl says, we'll have to do it together. Panel 5. Suddenly, Nick Lachey appears in frame. He looks handsome and casual, wearing a blazer, one thumb tucked jauntily in his pocket. (laughs) In his other hand, he holds a Twix bar. (laughs) Then it says, Nick Lachey, as a real peanut butter and chocolate lover. (laughs) so yeah i mean i think it's done i mean we all gotta you know keep the lights on i i get advertising i know why it's you know what it is but i already thought there was enough fucking ads and comic books to begin with i know right and this in the panel shit it just breaks up the story you know and i don't know and then someone put in the comments i'm glad i only buy digital now no ads yeah i know so well it's funny because like i've been done digital for a while and when i yeah, I think I told you guys uh, a couple podcasts ago when I got a, uh, I bought an old 80s Star Wars comic book and I opened it up and I'm looking through it and I'm seeing like, get all these, get all, all the new issues for this month. And it was like the cutout of like all the Marvel issues that came out that month or the, the like candy ads and all that shit was in there. It was like, oh man, it was always shit that was relevant to younger people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, Twix is a candy bar, but Nick Lachey, like, yeah. really? You know, out of all like, fucking what, people. Where, where are we, 1998 now? I mean, like, yeah. that's so fucking funny. What, what was that? What was a 98 Degrees song? 98 um, Degrees. Oh, God. That, why is it, like... They sung... Oh, I do oh, cherish you. you. The depths of my soul. <laughs> it's beyond my control. I waited so long. Wow, somebody's uh, somebody's no, known because that song pretty well. I was a teenager when the boy band thing was going on, and you couldn't help but hear these songs a million fucking times a day. <laughs> and the girls all just fell for it. And just, eh. <laughs> oh, bad. All right, 
moving on from that to uh, <laughs> to something else that's boy band. Um, remember back in the day when Apple users used to gloat of how protected their devices were and that they never had issues like Microsoft or Android users do? <laughs> Those were the good old days, huh? Well, as th- as we've seen with other devices that gain more than half the market share, they instinctively become targets for people who look for exploits that can cause many Apple users inconvenience to downright dead devices. A new bug is causing some people a great deal of pain now. The new bug is making its way around iOS and uh, messenger markets, and it will cause some people's messaging app to crash when they receive a certain text or when locked it'll automatically reboot itself now the issue is not only prone to iphone to iphone it's as originally suggested it impacts iphone users if the text is sent from an android device the news of this bug has been around for a few days and apple has remained quiet about it well until Thursday, <laughs> uh, hmm. they sent out a message saying we are aware of an iMessage issue caused by a specific series of Unicode characters, and will make a fix available in a software update. Now that now this is not an exploit that can find people sending you specific emails or someone randomly crippling randomly crippling your uh, the iMessage app, but if you know someone that would like to screw with you then you should be a bit worried. Fortunately, as we wait for Apple to grace us with their updates, there are some workarounds that you can use to, to, um, to the effectively uncontrol. Now, if you're friends with the sender, you can ask them to send you another text message, and that will effectively cancel out the initial strain. You can also send yourself a message via Siri, um, the, share, the, the share sheet, or from your Mac. And according to 9to5Mac, sending a photo to the contact via the Photos app can allow them access to the message history and delete the conversation. Obviously, if you have a mischievous fringe or a vengeful ex, this is not an exploit that you need running around the world. Fortunately for everyone involved, when Apple, after some time, acknowledges the issue, a repair should be coming fairly quickly. As of this writing, though, and as of this recording, Mm, it has not yet, but tomorrow is another day. Good job, Apple. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking problem, too. I know, and it looks all kind of like I've seen the text, the Unicode for it, and it kind of looks like Arabic writing. Like it's yeah. where it's like ISIS. <laughs> oh, shit. We yeah. Cracked the code. <laughs> they cracked the code. It's ISIS. They're, they're attacking the iPhone. They're going to cripple like 55% of Americans. Only for, yeah, fifty-five. Yeah, people who don't own superior technology is gonna fall to the wayside. No, I'm just kidding. And then, um, and then they're gonna attack Google and just start sending a- um, uh, ads to everybody else's Android, and then it'll cripple <laughs> the other forty-five percent of users. And then they <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny, re- real quick. I my wife picks me up from work so i'm in the passenger seat so one day i'm just i'm looking into every car just to see what people are doing like 85 percent of them at least were looking at a cell phone on the freeway oh yeah going 70 miles an hour i'm like are you fucking kidding me i was like get off this freeway (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's these people are pathetic put your fucking phone down for christ's sake come on i know it's not not that important exactly if you were that important that you had to constantly stare at your phone you'd be in a limo yeah, you'd have a driver doing that for you. Right, right. The driver will be killing you. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna read um, my article. It's coming from Engadget, and it's relatively short, so I'm gonna read it. That's why. I um, it. <laughs> shut up. 
if if you want to buy a Model S, a Tesla Model S, which they didn't put, um, in Texas, you're going to have to jump through some hoops for at least the next couple of years. Bills that would let Tesla sell cars directly to customers aren't going to get a vote before the state's legislative session wraps up on June 1st, leaving the electric vehicle maker high and dry until the next session kicks off in 2017. You got you got to love Americans uh state governments just so efficient. Oh, yeah. Um this doesn't mean that you're completely out of luck if you want a Tesla made transport want Tesla made transportation in Austin. Um but you can't simply pick one up. The setback isn't completely surprising given how fiercely dealership lobby groups fight to protect their business model. Um, but Texas poses some additional challenges. A lot of the state's political clout rests in rural areas where dealerships are more vital to the community in terms of both jobs and sponsorships. Um, representatives are more likely to support these local businesses than a California company trying to upend the dealership model, even if it would help both competition and the environment. <laughs> I love how Engadget kind of threw that in there at the yeah. end. Um, I just think this is silly because... I thought we were a free market. Yeah. So I don't quite understand. Um, there's two things with this. One, one is lobbyists should be abolished in every corner of the government. Lobbyists do nothing but cause bullshit. Oh, yeah. And secondly, we have this technology, right, for electric cars. They don't spew toxic. They don't put anything into the atmosphere. Um, very efficient. You know, everything like that. Tesla's really leading the way. I mean, they they have they're they're basically inventing all of this shit, and and even putting the patents out for everybody else to use, which I know some other companies had. I think it was um, Toyota. The Toyota Rav Four uses the same engine, uses the Tesla engine, which obviously the Tesla company did not invent. Tesla himself invented. Right. Um, but they they put the patent out there, and and you know other companies use it. I love it's a great thing, and we have this technology that can really help um, pollution and can help people and just everything. But it gets fucking shit on every yep. turn, and I'm just so sick and tired of people being so slow to adapt shit. And it's not even people because a lot of people would would be fine with it if they had some cheaper alternative stuff like that, which would happen if they could sell more and then have some money to develop shit. Right. Um, but you just have everything's money, man. You know, and who's making money right now is is normal cars. You know, n- normal gasoline cars, yeah. and they're controlling the fucking government. Like, come on, guys. Like, you you yeah. know you're fucking up. Like, the the people running the government over there know they're fucking up. When they're making those choices. Oh yeah, yeah. It it just it gets on my nerves, and I I think Arizona too uh, doesn't allow direct sales of Teslas. I'd have to check in on that, but um, I know when when I start getting money in, that's I told my wife. I said I I plan on getting a Tesla. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, because I mean, all you have to do you have a house, right? Right. Okay, I'm in Arizona. Okay. There's one thing that is that is assured to you about f- 326 days a year. The sun will be shining. <laughs> right. Okay. So I could get a house. You get a Tesla. Even Tesla has that battery thing now. Oh, right. Get a, yeah. cu- get a couple solar panels. You could just get one solar panel for the car and you will never pay for fuel again. Period. Yeah. 
And the, the, that whole Tesla battery, house battery system too, I was looking into that. You could fucking – that thing is ingenious. You know, you have solar panels. Okay, great. And then it charges the batteries around your house at night. Completely off the grid when it comes to electric. Fuck yeah. I mean if, if there's a way that I don't have to pay a bill, I'm down. I'm fucking cheap. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and now solar panel technology is getting, getting more advanced. They they just um, – I forget what lab was working on it, but they have transparent solar panels now. They're saying that they could make like skyscrapers and shit out of these transparent solar panels. They look just like windows. Yeah. And it powers the whole fucking building. What the fuck are we doing? I know, right? You know, and they, they always use, oh, well, it's jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Shut the fuck up. It's creating more jobs. No, what it is, it's, is it's, what it is, is it's taking money away from the oil companies because they're the ones that are peddling the gas. And then think about that shit, too. And this is more into the conspiracy realm, right? We buy most of our oil, well, we buy a, not most of it, but a large percentage of our oil from the Middle East. And then you hear on the news all the time that ISIS is ISIS or whoever the fucking terrorist group of the night is. Um, they're a particular religion or particular sect of that said religion. So the people running the oil rigs are giving them kickbacks because mm-hmm. they're the same religion. So essentially, driving a car is supporting terrorism. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I fucking said it. I just don't get it. It's an American company. I mean, everybody should be on board with this. American company, just revolutionary, changing the game, and they get fucking bullshit all the time. Well, that's you know, and uh, well, that goes to a bigger a bigger issue when you start going uh, into uh, areas of you know why we're not we're no longer prospering or why we're not making any headway anymore is because any time in order to make headway, that's where you're changing the status quo and businesses that make money off of the status quo don't want that to happen and that's why they get shut down. Yep. So and nobody nobody likes taking risks anymore. Well, if you nobody. If you, if you look at it right now, the industrial age that we're back at that stage again. Yeah, just with technology, with uh, electronic technology. Exactly. You know, we're we're definitely at the beginning of that. And I, I, you know, like I said, I was talking to my wife, and and at first she was like, "Why do you want to get an electric car?" And I'm like, "Because it's the next fucking step. Right. It's the next logical step before we become mutants, and then we don't need those cars." Right, exactly. <laughs> then I'll be flying to work. Exactly. You know. And I was I was talking to somebody at my job who's a fucking moron about because uh, something we have TVs at my job that show like the news. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a company thing, but it shows the news and something from Tesla came up. And I I mentioned I'm like yeah I definitely want one of those and blah 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 I've been looking into them. Those electric cars are dumb. You know what I want a flying car. I'm like you can sit the fuck down now. <laughs> You're, You're just so you, stupid. You just lost your permission to speak. Like you lost your permission to breathe. Like you're so. I said, first of all, flying cars are helicopters, so yeah. you're welcome. You already have them. And second, if we had flying cars, people can't even drive on the road correctly. I know, right? People are gonna be texting while they're flying. Oh fuck that! <laughs> no, 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 no. I still want my hoverboard. Well, that's it. I love that they have hoverboards that work um, over water. <laughs> You seen yeah. those ones that work over there? It has that long pipe going down, and then it just spits like water out the bottom of it. Yeah, and it just cre- and it just created a paradox for Back to the Future too. Dude, mm-hmm. yes. Hover- 
hoverboards don't work on water. Yeah, it's funny. It's ironically funny because real hoverboards only work over water. <laughs> right. So <laughs> didn't they make it? They made a hoverboard, didn't they? I was reading something. Yeah, they did it, but it's obviously not. For it's obviously not as cool. Yeah, yeah it's not it's, practical it's use. <laughs> super expensive. Yeah, you require only it, requ- it requires on... you to have a starter that's the size of you know those old NASA computers in the sixties. Right, right, with right. The tape and shit. Yeah. No, I think it only I think it only worked on um like it was magnets basically. Yeah, yeah it only worked it on on special like yeah. if you were on a platform that was yeah. built for it. Which is not the same thing. I mean, right. we've had magnets since the beginning of Earth. You know, <laughs> thanks. Uh, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. This Week's This Bitch is EA. And the reason they're This Week's This Bitch is because now they're going to start having women in FIFA games. That's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous. I mean, they don't need to be in sports. They don't need to. They just need to be at home. That's yeah. all they need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um the only I thought they already had a game for girls called uh, Cooking Mama on the um on the 3DS, <laughs> you know, and that definitely teaches the real skills. Yeah, obviously we're I, fucking kidding. Yeah, I mean obviously you know we thought that you know Pinterest was enough that they could handle, <laughs> you know, but you know apparently oh, apparently they it. want more and you know more responsibilities. Never so. fucking satisfied. satisfied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We are such assholes. I know. And EA we, is the this bitch for this week, this but it's but not, not for that. Not for that, yeah. Uh, this one comes from Polygon. While last year's FIFA 15 was available for Nintendo 3DS and the PlayStation Vita, looks like this year's iteration of the soccer game won't be going handheld. And there's also no sign of the Wii U and the Wii version. The company announced this week that the game will be released on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Windows PC on September 22nd. The 3DS and Vita versions have been a staple of FIFA for the last four iterations, back from FIFA 12. Prior to that, the game was released on the PSP and the DS, going back to FIFA 5. Quote, With regards to FIFA 16, there isn't a Vita or 3DS version, an EA representative told Pocket Gamer. We don't have any further details on the the mobile version, but we will be sure to share with you when we hear more. EA's press materials makes no mention of the Wii version either. This year will be the first without a Wii version since the Wii was launched. Last year's game was not released on the Wii U, but it did appear on the Wii. Ooh, that's such a slap in the face. Um... Unless E changes, we'll put it on the system you're not making anymore. Exactly, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna do it. Your... Um, unless EA changes its plans, it's the first FIFA not to be available on any Nintendo platform since FIFA 2001, released in 2000. Polygon has contacted EA for confirmation. Earlier in the week, EA announced obviously the professional soccer players will be getting a women's game that will appear in the game for the first time. Um, it's this isn't. The reason it's this week's this bitch is because I know there's quite a few people that play it on handheld still. Um, To discredit handheld, I'm not even going to, I mean, I'm not even going to comment on the whole Wii Wii U bit. uh, Because EA has already shown that they really don't give a shit about that stuff. But um, I don't know, I'm really kind of surprised that they've gone this route. Uh, EA has kind of been... You know, EA has always made tons of games for handhelds. Yeah, um, and, especially the Nintendo handhelds. Yeah, 
the Nintendo handhelds and, you know, going back to the PSP and stuff like that. I mean, it would just be easier if they just simply straight out said, you know what, we're finding that we're not making a lot of revenue on that stuff. So we're not going to bother wasting time developing that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it, that is a big, that is a big thing for that to happen. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, you know, I'm not totally surprised that we're not seeing it for the Wii or the Wii U, even though wasn't EA one of their supposed, wasn't that supposed to be one of their product partners? Like when yeah. the Wii and the Wii U came out, oh yeah, we have like Ubisoft yeah. and EA, you know, making they games were the, for us. They were the company that stepped forward and said, we have, we have plans for Nintendo and we're definitely still making games with them because they, people were saying that they didn't have anything planned for the, for the Wii U. Right. And EA was like, no, 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 no. You know, we're still partners and blah, blah, blah. They haven't done anything. <laughs> if they've brought out anything, it's a gimmicky bullshit game. Like, that's their gimmicky bullshit console. Right, right. You know, but they, serious games. Is Madden even on the Wii U? I No, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. And I, I even said Madden for the Wii U is probably the best version because of the, the fucking pad. Because you could do, you could pick the plays on the um, game pad. Oh, right, right. That was dope. I was like, that's pretty cool. Because you could basically like if you're playing someone who's next to you, they can't see what you're doing. Right. Like what I always thought that was dumb in, in Madden, like you're playing someone and they can see the play you're picking. Right, right. Isn't I mean, I'm not a big football fan, but I'm pretty sure that's an intricate part of what <laughs> you're doing. Uh, I know. It's just Don't like... look at my screen. <laughs> look away, look away. <laughs> uh all right. So, if you'd like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks using hashtag this bitch. All right. Well, if you've liked what you heard, and then go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And once you subscribe, you automatically receive all our podcast content. Two shows twice a week. We make it extremely easy for you guys to get all of our content. So, also spread the word. You can. We can only do so much. And if you dig the show. Uh, or just simply hear, like hearing two dudes make complete assholes out of themselves. Uh, just let people know. We'll, they'll thank you for it later. Steve might be an asshole. I sound fucking amazing. Um, anyway. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the, the least you guys can do is uh, throw us some comments. You know what I'm saying? Throw us a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the show from. I can't even remember half of the fucking places I signed up for. Um, <laughs> I if know. You, if you subscribe to the RSS feed, uh, definitely head over to our website, thelazygeeks.com, and drop us a comment on there. Uh, it's always nice to get comments. I, I sometimes get excited because I'll, I'll link one of my old stories, and then I forget that it does the ping back. And oh, I'm like, right. oh, shit, someone commented, and then I'm like, oh, no, that was me. It's uh, like sending yourself flowers. I know, right? <laughs> Just to make somebody else jealous, and they're not even there to see it. You know, um, one thing—the reason why we stress the comments bit, is especially for iTunes and Stitcher, the more people comment and rate us, you know, throw up four stars, five stars, six stars. I don't care if it only goes to four. Give us six. Um, you know, go on there. Let us know because the more you guys comment, the more prominent we get shown on those platforms, and it helps people discover the show. So please do and it. Negative negative comments uh, help us they become a bit yeah on podcasts which is awesome like we yeah. get a negative com comment and it's like a it fills 20 minutes of airtime <laughs> exactly of us just fucking ranting about it 
Yeah, either admitting admitting that we fucked up or just ripping someone a new asshole. Yeah, so if and, you want a new asshole ripped open yeah, for you. Yeah. And and to be honest, I mean, normal shows give you 15 minutes of fame. We give you 20. Yeah. You're how welcome. Can, exactly. How can you how can you just toss that away? And if you have and that leads into another thing is if you have some ideas or topics for the show, don't be afraid to share them with us. There are no stupid ideas, just stupid people. So you can hit us up on our all of our various social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus. They're all easy to find the Lazy Geeks one word. And we're officially on Snapchat too. So at the Lazy Geeks, you can find us there. Uh, you can even email us that oh, that's for you. I was jumping the gun there. I got into this whole role thing there. Stop stepping on my fucking toes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was biting my nail looking off into the corner. I wasn't even paying attention. Um, you can even send us an email. Oh, your dirty pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, females for me and guys for Adam. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he wants all the pictures. Yes, <laughs> Freudian slip. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, well, I want to see the girls for obvious reasons and the guys, so I can go. He's not that hot. <laughs> you know, feel better about myself. Um, send those to the geeks at thelazygeeks.com. Yes. All Dramatic right. reading of our email address. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this oversized edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.